Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Johnny Jarvis, and today we are going to be talking all around basically keeping control of your business whilst making the most of opportunities. So some people might call this hedging your bets. And basically, it's looking at what your ideal customer wants and, and it's providing them that whilst bearing in mind what actually you're wanting to achieve for yourself within your business. At the end of the day, people tended to start their businesses because they wanted more money, they wanted more freedom or, or both. And so we can sometimes get lost. You know, I've done it, Panza, and so many of my clients come to me having put themselves or got themselves into this position where they have lost sight of, of what they're aiming to achieve, which was to, you know, in a lot of cases, get more freedom and a stable income at the same time. And instead of working all the hours, but instead of working for somebody else, then they're doing it for themselves. And that can make a massive difference, just that in that mental headspace, feeling like, you know what, I'm doing this for me, I'm building up this business, I can potentially sell it, but it's all under my control, I can do whatever I want with this, where there's a lot less control in a work environment. There can be, you know, loads of opportunities within those works environment and for some people they feel more comfortable having that consistency having that reliability of a, a stable income a job and that feeling that somebody else is is taking care of all the other elements of running a business so what am I talking around today well I'm talking around so many people at the moment seem to be talking high ticket what you want to do is high ticket what you want to do is this what you want to do is is you know income where i'm not having to be present i'm not trading my time for money um so you know sort of passive income streams and all that kind of stuff and i'm not telling here telling you that any of that is wrong what i am saying is is i think sometimes we lose track of the focus here where we do best which is in a situation where we are looking at what does our ideal customer want okay it's very easy to come from a position of i have this thing i meet people who have a thing on a on a almost daily basis and they are struggling to sell this thing because they have never figured out what market they are aiming for they've never thought you know what what does this ideal customer want and so they've created this this thing this widget i tend to call it for those who read the book in isolation and then they present it to people who they think should want it and those people don't and that's because it's very difficult in isolation to hit the mark with people i've talked about this before in podcasts it's very difficult to produce something in isolation without that continuous feedback from your ideal clients we're just about to start a bit of a joint venture with somebody and you know our first port of call is to test it and we're going to test it as cheaply as possible obviously this individual they know their market really really well and they are you know pretty convinced that this is going to go but we don't know that I mean, it's very easy we are surrounded in our little bubble seeing these opportunities but actually what does the market want and so that's what you need to find out so understanding your ideal client it, this doesn't come as any surprise to you if you tune into the podcast on a regular basis that you know i am a big fan of looking at what your ideal customer wants lots of things lots of answers start and finish with your ideal customer okay what's going on at the moment why is your demand reduced look at your ideal customer if um, you're wanting to figure out what platform to put your to, to market yourself organically or paid on well look at your ideal customer where do they hang out where are you going to find them but what i wanted to focus on in today's podcast because i feel like i've already digressed somewhat um is yes making the most of those opportunities okay maximizing opportunities so yeah okay you might want a passive income you might want to do high ticket you might want to do purely one-to-one you might want to do purely digital whatever it is that you want to do the best thing you can start at is what your ideal customer wants and i'm not saying you know we're talking top level here we're talking outcome what outcome does your ideal client want and then what sort of processes are they open to to achieve that outcome for example i have a client who is a podiatrist if 
she her ideal clients are currently in their you know late 60s early 70s plus so the ones at the you know top end of the scale age wise are not in a position where they are googling stuff they're downloading you know apps and information and trainings online where they can learn to do things themselves you know some of them aren't even agile enough to do it themselves and that's why they need somebody else to help them with their foot care but she's looking at the longer term looking at the clients coming through they're getting more and more computer savvy so having a a presence online is beginning to make sense and they're seeing people come through based on their presence online and so much so that they've got themselves super busy and so we're having to look at rebalancing their business and and supporting that demand in other areas and, and having that structure in place so that they're not run ragged so yes you know that person wants to turn up and they want their feet to be done by somebody else would they be open to a how-to product at the top end of the scale absolutely not at the lower end of the scale potentially is it worth entertaining yeah probably within the next sort of three to five years having some digital products that people can purchase you can build no like trust for people at that younger stage where they are still able to do stuff and they are still wanting to do stuff rather than to get somebody else to do it for them and then that makes sense you could argue you know what let's just focus on the bread and butter you bringing it in it's super busy but i'm a big fan of looking at the long term also you know the high ticket idea people high ticket high ticket one-to-one one-to-one or high ticket group is is all well and good but what happens if your ideal customer isn't in a position where they want to share the information in a group setting what happens if actually they aren't going from you know into your world right into high ticket they're going to be floating around your world for quite some time or you're going to have to have a very solid customer journey in place to get that person into that high ticket you are going to have people who would have been interested in a lower price offering a little taster of what you've got going but they can't at this stage afford the high ticket do you want to to write those people off? And you know, at the end of the day, guys, this is your business. So this is your choice. Maybe you do want to write it off. Maybe you want to purely work with the people who have the money right here, right now, and are willing to part with it to work with you. That's entirely your choice because it's your business. What I would say for when, when clients are in this position, I've had this conversation twice already this week, once in the mastermind in the group where somebody was talking around, should I do this, should I do that? And I'm like, you need to stick to one thing. And that's the thing is, is whenever you're putting different offerings in place, I would be putting offerings in place that are along that same customer journey. Don't go diverting weird and wonderful scenarios onto totally different projects unless you have the time to do so. If you have a leaky bucket already of opportunity, then firming that up first would make more sense. And what I mean by that is if you have a product offering that isn't going as well as you hoped, don't just abandon it. Abandon it before you've given it a really good test, a really good effort okay pop those other ideas down and come back to them when you feel like you've robustly tested it it's very easy to hop from idea to idea to idea and if it doesn't come to fruition straight away you lose heart unfortunately the vast majority of the things need tweaking they need tests you know i was involved in a conversation the other day and this person was saying you know what i I don't get my messaging right to start off with you know i'm a very successful seven-figure business but i still need to 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 test my 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 wording i need, need to test my messaging so that it resonates right i rarely hit the mark if ever first time around and so you know you are not alone when things don't go great guns straight away that doesn't mean it's a bad idea it means that you need to be getting in front of the right people with the right message and it's not quite there yet or what you're offering isn't quite what they're looking for and so it's tweaking it's reassessing so Bearing that in mind, you know, I would encourage you to maximise the opportunity. Okay, what, may, what I mean by that is to, ju- you know, jump in on opportunities where people might want to 
purchase something a smaller value lower commitment to start with don't just focus all in on, on the big guns because you're, you've got money being you know it's floating around there at the top of your funnel and you're not taking making the most of it so when i say you know floating around the top of the funnel is you know it's a funnel so your customer journey starts off with lots of people and it dwindles down what can you do to maximize the individuals at each stage in that process have a look at that and see what you can do take control of that and you will see that you are getting income in from all different areas of that customer journey all different areas of that funnel and what I would also encourage you to do is to, you know, hedge your bets on that marketing in your approach. And I'm going to talk more about that this next week around actually, you know, when you are marketing, don't rely on one singular platform. And I'm going to give you a little bit more of an insight into what's been going on, um, particularly on the Facebook platform and, and, and Instagram platform and why you want to be hedging your bets on these um, different social media platforms so that you want it in a position where you are really, you know, overly reliant on that one singular platform to get in your leads so always do think about hedging your bets so that's it for me today guys lots been happening we've been on a bit of a recruitment process at the moment so keeping us busy there settled into our new offices really nicely and i thoroughly enjoyed doing the workshop last week and ended up with i think 10 people signed on to come into the session so it was full seven people actually made it and then i had just under 20 in total who were buying the digital basically like the digital copy for reference in their own so yeah i thoroughly enjoyed that so that's that three day work week is available as a recording if anybody would like that then please do contact me and let me know at the moment that's how it's going to sit it will eventually go into the training area which is the plan okay so that's it for me guys keep on pushing on with your businesses think about where you want to be going with them and if you do want help with your quarter two planning then there is a further information in the show notes around a workshop that i'm running online next week so that's it bye for now guys keep selling